Hey friends, Boss Man here. I want to tell you about my new partners at Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid the podcast like the Boss Man do. To get started today, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Back in the JR the Boss Man show, as promised, we're joined by the 
Atlantic, Atlanta's Chris Kirshner. Talk about your Atlanta Hawks here on the Boss Man Show. Chris, man, I know you've been busy with the draft lottery, the combine, and everything. How's it been going for you at all season so far, brother? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, busy, even though the Hawks are obviously eliminated from the playoffs. You know, the one thing with the NBA is there really isn't an offseason because you always have something to do, whether it is the draft or the combine, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely been pretty busy. Yes, indeed. And uh, were you at the draft lottery party, uh, and how was the vibe there when the picks came out? It was the eighth and tenth pick, not what the fans and the team wanted, but still had two first-round picks in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, you know, I talked to uh, Hawks owner Tony Ressler because I, I was actually in Chicago um, for the lottery itself, um, actually in the room when the ping-pong balls came out. But, you know, I talked to Hawks owner Tony Ressler, and as he said, I mean, you know, they have two top ten picks, so, you know, it's hard for an organization to be really upset with that because, you know, anytime you get two top ten picks in any sports draft, you know, you have to make them work. And, you know, that's what the Hawks have to do right now. Exactly. And just coming off today, when you get the Hawks with a Trey Young, first-team All-NBA rookie, Kevin Herter, mm-hmm. second-team All-NBA rookie, uh, and you have two other picks to add to it, hopefully a Cam Reddish or that cat from Texas at the 10th pick, you're going you're gonna to have five young rookies who can develop together, and the Hawks can be very formidable down the road where you have five First round top flight draft picks. If you don't throw in number six with Amari Spellman there as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think right now, from what we saw from the Hawks this past season, I mean, obviously they win 29, 29 games, and it's not really a number that should be celebrated all that much. But when you look at what this team accomplished, a lot of people thought heading into the season, 20 games, if they won that, would be a lot. And I think they definitely exceeded expectations. And then you possibly add two more draft picks to the young foundation that they already have right now. And we're talking about a team that could definitely be one of the more exciting and one of the more uh, successful teams in the NBA moving forward. And I'm seeing Travis Schlink is really doing a great job. You know, he came from up through the Miami with Pat Riley. He was in Golden mm-hmm. State all those years, and he learned out there. I mean, he is really building through the draft here. And he has three second-round picks, which I doubt he'll use all three. Uh, maybe right. he can pack, package all three for a late first, maybe. Or, you know, draft and stash some of those guys or sell those mm-hmm. picks off. So he has options with those second-round picks as well after you make those first two picks of 8 and 10 there. Yeah, for sure. And I think the one thing about Travis is that, um, you know, in the two years that he's been in Atlanta, he's hit on, you know, pretty much every single pick that he's made. Uh, you know, he got John Collins and Kevin Herter both at 19 in their drafts. Um, and both guys have turned into the steals of their drafts um, up until this point. So I think for the Hawks fans who are kind of disappointed with the way the lottery turned out, I mean, just look at what Schlenk has done in these past two years. I think you have to have confidence in what he's already done. So I think the Hawks definitely have a lot of options of what they can do. Um, as you mentioned, they do have three second-round picks in this draft. Um, and Travis has said before that you know they're probably not going to add five rookies to this team because you know that would just be too much. So there's definitely possibilities of what they can do. As you said, I mean they could package some picks and try to get back into the first round. They could package some picks and you know try and acquire a young player. I mean there are a lot of options when you have five picks in a draft. 
And Chris, what I'll try to tell the listeners before you came on here is that Travis was a assistant coach first before he transitioned yeah. to a front office role. So Travis can see it from a coach and a player perspective. He played ball himself, and he can see it from a front office perspective. So he has the whole matrix of how to evaluate talent. He played, he coached, and he evaluates. So he has all three. So he has a good trained eye for a player. That's why fans should be more open and more optimistic rather than be down about not getting Zion. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, throughout the, the season, uh, Travis made his way to plenty of Hawks games, but the ones that he wasn't at, you know, he was on the road scouting. You know, he doesn't take days off. So, you know, again, yes, there's some disappointment to be had. You know, the team doesn't win the lottery, so obviously they can't get Zion Williamson. But, you know, from what we've seen out of Travis so far, I think Hawks fans should be excited about the possibility of adding two top ten picks when we've already seen that in Travis's two years he's had success. So, you know, to have this kind of draft where you have five picks and you can you can do a lot of damage, you know, really solidify this young core. So I definitely think there should be more excitement than I've seen out of Hawks fans. Yes, indeed. And also, Chris, having 8-10 now, to me, allows you to be more flexible for agency. What I mean by that is you can now trade for a bad contract to maybe waive like you did with Melo, or you can get an extra pick out of somebody Mm -hmm. for a bad contract. You don't have to sign anybody because you're going to have five rookies locked into – rookie scale contracts so that's on the books right there so you have room on the books now to maybe take on a bad contract and get a sweetener or two to help you team down the road yeah for sure and as we've seen out of the hawks so far um you know they're not scared to take on those bad contracts um you know they did the the miles Plumley deal when they sent off dwight howard and obviously Plumley, he's getting paid 12 million dollars per year but you know, they got rid of someone who they didn't want on, in the organization anymore in Dwight Howard. So, I mean, the Hawks have, have shown that they're not afraid to do those kinds of deals. And it really wouldn't surprise me if they do another one of those deals in the offseason. You look around the league, you have guys like um, Alan Crabb from the Brooklyn Nets. I think he's getting like $18 million a year. He's on an expiring contract. Perhaps the Nets want to accelerate their rebuilding process and they package Crabb with – with their first-round pick, I think it's 16, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, you also have the Clippers and Danilo Gallinari, who's making I think 21 million dollars. And the Clippers want to make moves in free agency, um, get a guy like Kawhi Leonard possibly. So he can definitely be someone that the Hawks are interested in, and I think he would fit really well with the way he shoots the ball. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of options the Hawks can go. You know, because they do have the 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 salary cap flexibility, um, you know, they have a maximum cap space of right around $40 million this offseason, and they have five draft picks. So, uh, you know, there are a lot of options the Hawks can take. Yeah, and I would maybe package baseball and Plumlee to do like a, a bad-on-bad contract situation where you take on more money and get your extra pick, where you just have one player and get rid of two and add one and just take on an extra pick so you can have flexibility to have, to have a young guy on the roster, like maybe a Deontay Davis maybe, mm-hmm. if he's trying to turn into some, in some league here coming up here real soon. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there are options. I don't know if it's possible to package both Baysmore and Plumlee in the same deal just because – I don't know of many teams that would want both those bad contracts on the books, maybe one of them. And um, if anything, separate deals. 
I just don't think Plumlee has really much value at this point of his career. Um, if anything, he's probably a third center on a team. Baysmore definitely has value. Um, you know, he definitely fell off um, after he sprained his ankle. So I think teams are probably going to want to see him perform at the level he was at the beginning of last season just to see, like, okay, did he get his explosion back? Can he still be a useful piece? You know, before the injury happened to Bazemore, I definitely think that if he stayed healthy, the Hawks could have gotten quite a, a nice return because Bazemore was playing some of the best basketball of his career. I know he's definitely one of those guys that Hawks fans love to ridicule because of his contract, but you know, you look at those first couple of months of the season this past year, and you could definitely make the case that Bazemore was the team's best or second best player. So I think fans sometimes forget about that. But as far as his contract goes, I think what we're going to see, especially if he is on the trade market, which I mean, he's been for several years now, but I think teams are probably going to want to see him return to his normal self, which it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, it was just a sprained ankle and having the off season to recover should definitely get his explosion back. And we should see the old base more. I'm thinking, Chris, that Dwayne Devin's probably going to get big money elsewhere that he probably won't be back with the Hawks. And you'll probably see yeah. Alex Lynn starting again next year at the center. Yeah, that's probably my thinking as of now. Um, you know, Devin definitely did uh, really good things in his, in his couple seasons in Atlanta. Um, he's definitely turned into one of the better shooting bigs in all of the NBA. So I, I definitely think he's, he's deserving of a big payday. I just don't think it makes much sense for the team to give him that payday to be Atlanta just because, as you mentioned, Alex Len. I think Alex showed that, you know, if Deadman didn't return to the Hawks, that the Hawks do have a young center who's making $4.5 million, 25 years old. He can develop into something. I mean, he still hasn't reached his full potential yet. I mean, this was his first season this past year shooting three. He shot 36% from the field um, on over 200 attempts across the year. So I definitely think that what we saw out of Alex kind of lessens the blow of losing someone like Deadman. I mean, again, the Hawks could decide to re-sign him. I just don't think that's what, what's going to happen just because I think Deadman can probably get somewhere around $10 million to $12 million a year. And I just don't think the Hawks, where they're at right now, should pay that amount of money to a center. And I'm assuming that Travis will probably give just the answer to qualify an offer, see what he gets on the open market, and maybe bring him back uh, if, at that $3.6 million figure of his qualifying offer. You, you said Justin Anderson? Yeah. Would, then he'll probably give yeah. him a qualifying offer and bring him back at that number or maybe say, nah, we will see what you get. If you come back, we'll give you the vet minimum maybe. That, that's probably the, the option that they're likely going to go. I just don't think – giving Anderson the qualifying offer makes a lot of sense because if the Hawks do that, um, I believe his qualifying offer is $3.6 million. But if they give him the cap, I mean, if they give him the qualifying offer, he's then a $7.5 million cap hit. And for a guy who didn't really play all that much throughout the season, and Anderson was, you know, an end-of-the-bench guy, someone who got in the garbage time. So I just don't think paying someone – $3.6 million to be an end-of-bench guy really makes a bunch of sense, even though he was definitely uh, someone that was beneficial in the locker room. Both Trey Young and Kevin Herter credited Anderson 
to being that mentor that they really went to throughout the season. But again, I don't know how much that really matters at the end of the day if his on-court production doesn't match up with the kind of salary that he would get if he did receive that qualifying offer. So I think if Anderson did return to the Hawks, he would probably have to do so through free agency. I mean, he is a restricted free agent, so I think the Hawks will probably, you know, um, see what he can get on the open market and then decide at that point, okay, like we can we can afford him to, to and bring him back. Chris, I a couple more for you, Chris. Uh, Torian Prince, DeAndre Bembry, I think they're mm-hmm. competing for a spot on the roster. I, I, I don't think you can keep both of them at this point with how, how the draft is following right now, 8 and 10. You can't really keep both. So I'm, I'm thinking that it's coming to a point maybe next year that you got to decide whether you're going to keep DeAndre Bembry or Torian Prince as your energy guy off the bench at, at the three. Yeah, I think what we're going to see this summer is going to tell us a lot about how the Hawks view both of these guys because both – both Bembry and Prince are both eligible for rookie extensions. Now, I don't know if either of them are going to receive a rookie extension just because I think both guys have shown that they're useful in some situations, but, you know, for where the Hawks are at right now in the rebuilding process and where they want to be, I don't know necessarily if either of them fit perfectly with the trajectory of the future. I think what we've seen out of both, Bembry, um, you know, very good defender. Can't really shoot that well. And, you know, if he, if he wants to have a future on this team, we've seen uh, Lloyd Pierce and Travis Schlenk really prioritize shooting over anything. And Bembry um, just isn't a really good uh, shooter right now. So, you know, that definitely might hinder his future with the Hawks. As far as Prince goes, definitely one of the more polarizing players on the roster. Um, you know, quietly, he actually had the best numbers of his career um, this past season. But, you know, the Hawks, when they drafted him, really prioritized him for not only his shooting, but they thought he could be a really high-level defender. And we just didn't see that this past year. Um, when you look at all the metrics, Prince was one of the worst defenders on the team. So I think what we're going to see this summer is that if they don't um, give – Prince or Bembry, the, a rookie extension, or even do any sort of negotiations with either, that heading into next season, I think both those guys are going to be on different teams. Yes, indeed. And last one I got for you, Vince Carter, back or not with the Hawks probably, in your opinion? I think it's going to depend on roster space. You know, if the Hawks do get at least three rookies on in this draft and have them, um, you know, be on, on the – the Hawks roster heading into next season, that would give the Hawks 12 um, guaranteed deals. And depending on what the team does in free agency, um, you know, Vince is definitely someone that is useful to have around, especially, you know, to mentor the young guys, which he did um, really, really well this past season. But again, if we're talking about on the court performance, um, Vince offers very little at this point of his career. Um, definitely a really good three-point shooter. Uh, but again, he's very limited in what he can do because of his age. So I think if the Hawks do have an open roster spot toward the end of the summer, which is when the Hawks signed him last year, I definitely think he'd return. But again, I think they're going to prioritize other guys before they actually cycle back with Vince. It's, I, I really would be shocked if 
come July 1st, which is when uh, free agency begins, that the Hawks announced the deal from at that time. Got you. Well, Chris Kirshner, you did it again, brother. You broke it down for the Hawks, for our fans. So thank you, my brother. And yep. we'll hope to talk to you again down the road, man, in July, August, maybe, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, it's Chris Kirshner of the Atlantic on the Boss Man Show covering your Atlanta Hawks. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.